0: Okay, Baruch Hashem we're blessed to begin another day. Thank God we're alive. Baruch Hashem we're able to grow, we're able to change, we're able to try and see things differently. That's part of the beauty of the blessing of life of being alive and having the ability to to grow. Cuz growth it means that I'm not like I, the way I was yesterday, which is which is the paradox of change because we we the the greatest feeling that a person gets is when he changes and he grows and he's not like he is yesterday that's a great feeling the hardest thing to do is for a person to uh morning the 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 greatest thing the hardest thing for a person to do is to be different than you were yesterday we like to be the way we were so that's part of what what's difficult in life is uh is that uh is that Challenge. On one hand, we wish we could have things different, and the other hand, we're stubborn to stay the way we we were. So, so uh, part of part of the challenge and part of the avoda that we can do, part of the things that we could do, is every day to try and say, okay, I want today to be a day where I'm able to to see things with a new perspective, and to see things differently, and to have a different attitude in the things that I want to have a different attitude. And that includes two different levels of, thank you so much, that includes two different levels of, of growth. One is in the negative and when, when there are negative things that I have about myself and the other thing or negative things that I see in other people. The second thing is that, that I could have good things about somebody, but I want to strengthen them. You could have a good marriage. You want to have a better marriage. You want to strengthen your relationship. You could have a good relationship with your parents. You want to strengthen your relationship with your parents. You could have a bad relationship with your parents. You want to fix the relationship. So there's so much to do always, especially when it comes to Bain adam l'chaveiro. Especially during this time, we said last night in Shir that uh, this is the time of shalonogu kaved Is it the Talmidei Rabbi Akiva passed away during this time? This is a time where there's no other time in Jewish history that we all, as a Jewish people, are mourning for this long of a period of time. A period of time. Why? Because of honor of Bain Adon l'chavero. This is a time for us to strengthen ourselves in Bain Adon to try and see the good. Amir later on, I plan, I'd like to talk to everybody. We'll talk about Eretz Yisrael. We'll talk about Klal Yisrael. We'll talk about, you know different groups and different things that will hopefully give us a proper perspective and how to look at every Jew, right? But the most important thing is to look at uh, every Jew and to see the good in every person. It's one of the hardest things for a person to do because it's so valuable. The more valuable something is, the harder it is to, to accomplish it. So we're in page, uh, I skipped a little bit because it had some other things. Day six, page 31, causing humiliation. Talking negatively about someone's inborn traits. Speech which can cause another Jew to be degraded in the eyes of his peers, obviously, is Lashon Hara. If you cause someone else to be looked at in a negative way to your friends, right? You're talking with friends. You say, oh, that guy is such and such. He says, therefore, you're not allowed to talk negatively about someone's inborn traits. You may claim, I'm really not saying anything negative about the person because it's not his fault. He was born this way. It's not his fault. He's born this way. Right? It's in his family. They're all like that. It's not his fault. That, he says, the Chavetz Chaim reminds us, imagine if you were that person, how would you feel? For example, you say, that girl, she's not so smart. Oh, she's very pretty. She's very nice. Not so smart, but that's okay. What, you would want someone to say that you're not so smart? You're not allowed to say that. Mom is not allowed to say that. Right? You say, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, this guy, right? Oh, he's, uh, he's very short. Right? He's a little chubby. His whole family is chubby. His whole family is a little bit, they're a little bit overweight. Whoa, What? What? You're not allowed to say that. It's not his fault. is why you ever see his mother. Ever see his father. That's, that's Lushar. You might mean it in the nicest way possible. Right? You're not allowed to say that. Such statements can have terrible ramifications. Negative remarks about someone's inborn traits is a sense worse. Chavetz Chaim tells us, in a certain way, it's worse than the behavior. Why? Why? Let's say you say, oh, this guy stole money. This guy stole from someone. And then this thing, right, or he took something from someone. And then you say, this guy is not the smartest guy in the world. Why is it worse to say he's not the smartest guy in the world? Why? He says, because when you hear someone talking about a person's negative behavior, you can don l'kaf chus. You could judge him favorably. You could say, oh, you know what? Oh, you thought that he was stealing. It was actually his. And he lent it to the guy. And he took it so you could go ahead and you could judge him favorably. However, when you hear that someone is not smart, so then in your mind, the person is labeled for the rest of your life that's not smart. It rings in your head. If you say the guy was Machal Shabbos, the guy did this thing wrong, the guy is... Uh, you can say, Meh. You're exaggerating, you're this that. You go ahead and you label someone, oh, that guy talks a lot. Sometimes you hear someone, oh, he talks so much. In your mind, every time the guy talks to you, you're like, oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah he talks a lot. be so very, very careful. Hara, hey, Gimel. Question, comments? Question, comments? Yeah. It's not good in general to to that about yourself. Correct. Correct. Yes. It's terrible. Usually that comes from hearing that from other people. Usually where that comes from. Usually you're mimicking what someone told you. And you see how much that that could stick with somebody. That's the scariness of uh, parenting. Scariness of parenting, of being a, a rebbe but even more parenting because you could tell your children you define what well, you know when a child hears a parent say something, it's not an opinion. When you get older you're like, Oh wow, I didn't realize that I was actually my father just had an opinion or my mother just had an opinion. When you're a kid, your father says something, your mother says something, it is the reality. Right? They say that's the when Hashem says something. Nasu, right? The world was created with the words of Hashem. When Hashem says something, it's not like, oh, okay, maybe it's an opinion. It's the reality. So, so too, when you're a child and your mother says, oh, I have three children, right? She introduces, you know, five children, you know, or two, let's say she's with two of her kids and she says, oh, he's the, you know, athletic one. He's the smart one. And everyone, you know, means well. But then you're a little kid. You're like, I'm the smart one and he's the uh, athletic one or I'm the athletic one and uh, that's, that becomes a reality. Like she so went to the store to pick them up. Yeah, correct. No, but that's what we do. But we do that. Oh This child and, and we all do it because... I saw that by the way. It was momish. It bothered me. Like, uh, I don't say the exact situation but like whatever and a mother was saying something about a kid and I'm like, this kid's sitting there like, yeah. And like the mother would say something nice. Right. The kid's like, yeah right like that kid can't change now. right well yeah, exactly. he could right at that time it's very hard, correct because you're labeled you're labeled when you label when someone labels somebody especially a parent to a child oh thank you beautiful when a, when, a, when a person is labeled right, when somebody is labeled so you could take hey whose is this oh you brought it okay beautiful guys so we go let's do it inside. Yeah so brought me. Because, good, I'm happy you asked to clarify it again If you say that someone did something wrong That guy took an extra piece of chicken You tell someone, oh gosh That guy took so much chicken, right At, at lunch, at supper time There wasn't enough, right That's Lush and Hara. That's pure Lush and Hara. If I'm hearing somebody say that to me What could I say? I could say maybe his roommate was sick Th- This guy thought that he took the right, so you can you can judge him Lakovs But if you say, "Ah, oh, that guy's not smart," what are you going to say? It's much harder. The says. Label right. Don't say that that you are dumb. You did a dumb thing. Right. Right. Exactly. Correct. Right. Right. Well, that's well, that's the re- well, that is the reason. Because when you label somebody, you can't get out of it. If You say, "I did something." You you did something wrong. Okay, you are wrong, right? That's what really they say. Right. I think uh, that's what they say. The difference between yeah. guilt and shame is right. Yeah, no. Guilt is you did something wrong. Shame is you are wrong. You're, you you made a mistake. Shame is you are a mistake. That's uh, that's, yeah. that's what she that's la saying. Yeah. What? Saying something about someone's character trait, which might technically not be something wrong. Than actually saying you did something wrong. Right, well, well, Well. if you're saying something negative it's about them, right. Saying that, yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying It's worse, Lashon Hara, they're both Lashon Hara It's worse yeah, Hashem will help each and every one of us We'll be Zoha today and every day Not to listen to Lashon Hara, not to speak Lashon Hara Not to be makabo Rechilis This week's parasha is It's a Revenge, it's all about It's all about this This is the time for us to work on that Hashem will help us all. And most importantly, we know that it's all motzi Ra, it's all Mitzorah. It all comes from within yourself. When you don't like yourself, so then you see the negative in others. Hashem will help us and all the Jewish people today and every day not to speak any Lashon Hara. Amen. Okay, page 45 in the Art Scroll. Hine, yirmiyo ha-yomis'oinin. What happened? Uh, I've no clue where we were. I just opened up the random page. All right, that's Aroni. You're surprised, (laughs) Aroni? Come on, that's you. That's you. You'd like you. Page 45. Let's learn this, guys. If you want to follow it from the bottom, if that's easier, you could do that. Used Used to moan. The corruption of the people of his generation. Yermio used to say, what was the corruption? Could you imagine Jeremiah the prophet? And he's saying, this is the corruption of the generation. What would you say the corruption of our generation is? Oh, the smartphones. The corruption of our generation is all the Znus, The corruption of our generation is the drugs and all the craziness. Right? What does Yermio Avi say? Right? What does he say? No. They didn't spend time, they didn't spend time thinking about their life. You hear this? And I've said this many times. The cell phone, the smartphone is not the problem. It's the fact that I value my smartphone more than I value myself. That's my problem. My problem is that I'm willing to spend time, as Menachem Goldberger says, right? right? I'm willing to chase somebody else's tail. Right? The dog at least is chasing his own tail. I'll chase somebody else's tail. That's the problem. The problem is I'm not thinking about my life. We're like a, like a horse, right? Well, what's the example of the guy who's chopping down a tree and he's chopping down wood and someone says stop chopping down the wood for a minute sharpen your saw and if you sharpen your saw you'll be able to chop down more. So what does he say to the guy? Exactly. What does he say? I'm too busy. Says I'm too busy chopping to sharpen my saw. Like what? So you're too busy in your life that you can't change your life. That's what happens. I remember reading this once in a book. I Forgot the name of the book, but it was a book about uh, no, that, uh, no that, uh, the, the, It was a book about about businesses changing. I forgot the name of the book, but it was it was um, it, it said one of the it gave like three reasons why businesses don't change. And the first reason was because they're too busy running their business that they can't go ahead and stop to change. Because I, I can't. I got to open up tomorrow morning, so I don't have time to to think about how I could change. So, Momish, your own business. I'm too busy that I got to got to I got to I got to learn. I got first day or second day or night day. I don't got time to go ahead and and uh, think about my life he says what happens they end up falling without seeing it at all I meaning they don't even notice they don't even see what's going on question um, comments yes does it mean to as mean, just changing or meaning like to better yourself either? Focusing on bettering yourself What do you mean? Explain I'm, I'm not sure I'm not understanding your question There's two There's two aspects of it. There's the actually the Change the aspects For the better also Right Then there's this focusing on. Okay, I have to change I have to change This or just Bettering yourself. Both So we were saying before there's, there's always things There are things that you can do Better And there are things That you got to change That we're going to talk about more The next parak Is going to talk about More specifics More specifics of getting into the nitty-gritty of saying, okay, I'm a person who, who davens. i got to strengthen my davening. Right? And then you could have a guy who says, I don't daven. i got to start davening. Right? So, is it correct? Ali, yes? Yes. Um, you also said in the Dhamma, I mean, he, in the beginning, that you said also that the people that their minds are interested in learning, and like in learning, the law of the Torah and things like that, then, if you apply this, uh, everything you're saying that comes so that means, like earlier said, first seder, second seder, third seder, is like saying, uh, you know, a human is such a delam The problem is that people stay in routine. They're not, they're, they're, they, you can do the exact same thing every day of your life, and each day you decide to do it, or you can make it a routine and just, you know, you press start and you let your life play through. That's obviously very, very uh, like very good like to always like why like do the exact same thing every day, but every day make that decision to do it. Remember why are you doing? It? What are you connecting? Right. To? What are you trying beautiful, to do? beautiful. 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 The ulam. Let's see what he says. He nay Zahara. This is one of the tactics of the Eight Sahara. This is what the Eight does. The Armaso and his his uh his twisted mind. His chachmah, his trickery. This is the trickery of the Yetzirah. hear this? This is how he tricks a person. What does he do? He's machbit avodasah betmideh was halibus b'ne'adam on Right? He, he makes it that we don't have time. That's the beauty of Shabbos, right? It's brought down in the Medrash that the first thing that, <laughs> that Paro took away from the Jewish people in Mitzrayim was what? Shabbos. Why do you take away Shabbos from them? First, Mishra Rabbeinu says, give, us, give, give the guys a week. Give them one day a week to rest. And he says, they'll work better, which is true. If you rest one day, you will work better. But what happened? They survived. Why they survive? Because you work hard during the week. You have one day, the time to be with your family, the time to think about what you're doing next week, the time to press a pause button. Right? That's Shviyas. Shemitah is the same thing. Every seven years. That's why it's called Shemitah Shviyas, Shabbos. What does it mean? It means time to stop. Like everyone's been talking about the corona, like Hashem pressed a pause button on the whole world. Like, stop. Whoa. whoa. What's my life doing? Right? In a way that's a big blessing. Right? You just stop for a second. When did things start going downhill in Mitzrayim? When Hashem took away the... When, sorry, when Paro, when it was Hashem, through, a, through Paro, took away Shabbos. Why? Because then... You work and you work and you work. You don't have time to stop and to think about what you're doing. That's why I always say when guys learn a lot of Torah and they learn, I say you got to learn more Masur and more Masur and more Musr. Why? Because you have to spend more time making sure that you don't get caught up into doing things just out of habit. You have to go ahead and you always have to re-question why? And again, this is, we're, we're going to talk about this like Avi, like you were saying. We're going to talk about this in the next paragraph also. is that it's not just doing bad things to doing good things. The enemy of great is not bad. The enemy, the enemy of great is what? Is good. Why? Why? Because uh, I'm good. I'm parav. I'm okay. I don't want to be okay. I don't want to have an okay relationship. You don't want to have an okay relationship with your wife. You want to have an amazing relationship with your wife. How does that happen? By working every day on your relationship with your wife. Otherwise, it'll be okay. Hopefully. Hopefully, it'll even be okay. I don't want my relationship with my wife to be okay. I want it to be incredible. I want my relationship with my kids to be okay. I want it to be incredible. I don't want my mornings and my day to be, all right, yeah, 9 to 5 job. I do the thing. All right get by, get by, I got one life to live, and I'm going to get by, huh, what are you crazy, one life to live, and you're going to live it like a, like mediocre, huh, you might as well live it bad, (laughs) than mediocre, (laughs) might as well have a better time, right, (laughs) yeah, it's true, a mediocre life, that's the worst. I know I'm being extreme for anyone who gets nervous when I say that, but I'm serious. The enemy of great is, is, is just, eh, it's okay. I'm apathetic. It's okay. I have an okay marriage. You roll, roll your eyes, right? You roll your eyes. Yeah, okay, because that's that's a that's a whole different conversation. That's yeah, because that's not great. That's not great. Perfection, stom is, is 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 ego. Perfection is all ego. Uh, perfection. I make mistakes. What does that have to do with anything? That's not perfection. That's not, not perfection. Is not, I'm not sure in what context you're talking about it. A perfectionist is very dangerous. I want to be. I want to live today to the best that I can live. I want to love the best that I can love. Am I going to make mistakes in my love? Sure, sure. Am I going to make mistakes in if a person says he wants to be uh, wealthy, uh, uh, money wise? Okay, well, you're, you're going to. Many wealthy people have been gone bankrupt, and they've opened businesses, closed businesses, opened businesses, closed business, open business. Okay, say it. they say, Rev. Uh, Rev. Uh, Weinberg, Rev. Noach Weinberg, before he started Torah, opened nine yeshivas before Torah. They open, they close, they open, they close. So people look at ah, oh, Eish Torah. In one shot, one swoop, it's all successful. That's not life. Perfect. It's got to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Keep on banging at it. You keep on working at it. You keep on working at it. Like I said, oh, thank you, you put it on the chat. I said it last night. It's true. Was it You put it on the one lane. I love it. It's great. It's a great quote. I have it this, uh, Baruch Hashem. I'm saying. That, that that you want to be dr- driving in one lane your whole life. There's one lane you want to be in your whole life. That's the lane of change. Always, always. I want to have Baruch Hashem. I could say Hara Baruch Hashem. Hashem should Hara. I have an amazing relationship with my wife. I want it better. I want it better. Today I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. I want to be better. I'm not. I'm not satisfied. So so too your relationship with everything with Torah. I want to have a better relationship. If you don't have a relationship, okay, say That's a different different conversation. I want to have a better relationship with myself. I want to have more understanding, more forgiveness, more of this. And if a person doesn't stop to think in those terms, so of course he's going to be, uh, he's going to be, uh, he's going to be whatever, be whatever. All right? Who told me? Someone said this. I was so upset when I heard this. They said they were talking about the first Shabbos. Well, I'm not even going to say it. I'm like, I, now I have to say it, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll say it quickly just because for for, for they said when they, well, they make a joke and then when people are engaged and they're married, they say the first Shabbos that they come to the thing. I don't know, you guys, I don't know if you ever heard it, It's called like Shabbos Ganem or something. You know, like, uh, I was like, what yeah, did they say? Or well, the mother-in-law, whatever. What does that do when people roll their eyes? Oh, you're getting married. I remember when I got engaged and people are making the comments of getting married. Oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. Like, like it's the same thing we said about labeling children. Why are you doing that? Now, obviously, we can't judge someone who does that. You can't be upset if you hear someone say that. But, but, but I want to say something. That is, what, when you put that into someone's mind, so it's like, so then if it doesn't happen, there's something wrong. So if it's not bad, you're wondering why is it not bad? There's something wrong with me. You know how twisted it is. See how twisted it is. Remember Mayor Mattel saying something like that. Yeah. Cause I tell the guys, what are you talking about? Don't roll your eyes. What does that mean? It's the beautiful, the most beautiful thing. Are there challenges? Of course, there are challenges. But when you put it into someone's head, that's it. You get married. Your life is over. Your life is over. You know, that's it. You're, you know. Well, why are you saying that? That your life's beginning. Your life's beginning. It's scary. Where does this uh, get by? From the Etahara. That's what he says. That's where it comes from. Meaning you in essence, each and every one on essence. Let me ask you a question, Yossi. You take a little kid. Does he have a get-by attitude? A little kid. I'm not talking about a teenager. I'm talking about a five-year-old kid. Samuel. Does, does he have a get-by attitude? No, 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 no. That guy's hungry. That guy's running around. That guy's climbing walls. Until what? Until we tell him, stop climbing the walls. Okay, obviously you have to discipline your children. I'm saying, until we tell him, don't be that kid who, you, who you're going to be. When? When he reaches puberty. When he this. When he eats Sahara comes in. Suddenly, you see him walking around. That kid, right? You never see a little little six-year-old, five-year-old kid walking around like this. He's curious. He's looking around, snooping around, running around, doing this, blah, blah, blah. So that's what you want to be in his adult. That's what you want to be in his adult. That's Yitzhara. Pure Yitzhara. Like uh, right, so but, but listen to what you just said, Yassi. You said get a job. I don't want to get a job. Right, but I'm it's also in the world, so yeah, 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 that for yeah, sure. Like what where is it? It's Yitzhara again. Get a job, right? Is is the mentality. Get a job. I don't want to get a job. I want to live my life. It happens to be that my life is X, Y, and Z. You hear the difference? Get a job. I gotta get, get a. a th- it's like end life and get a job. Right. Get a job. Meaning I have my life, and then right. You think about it. People who work, people work from nine to five. People work from nine to five. First of all, nobody. First of all, nobody works from nine to five anymore. But imagine a person works nine to five, right? Nine to five. But what does that mean? It means my life is before nine and after nine and after five. Get a job. That's like part of like eating breakfast. Not me, baby. I ain't wasting from nine to five a day. To, to waste That's part of my life. Two in the afternoon is my life. Just like eight o'clock in the morning is my life. I want to live my life. Right now, I could talk about myself. This is my life. I'm like, thank you, God. I don't know what I, don't know what I did. I don't know what my parents did. I don't know what my grandparents. Somebody did something right. But I'm in my life right now. I'm having a party. I'm having a party This is not I'm not this is, I'm, at, I'm at work now That's awesome. Yeah it is awesome And I wouldn't have it Any other way I won't Not interested Would not be interested Any other way Why? Because I know one day I'm going to be Ten feet under I'm going to be dead Worms In my nose However that works So Right now I got to dance I want to dance Every day of my life <laughs> right. Exactly. 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 Okay, let's finish this up, guys. Yes, please. I feel like, I feel like, like the way I've in my mind is just the ultimate goal is to be perfect. We will never reach that ultimate goal, but All right. That's what we're striving for. Yeah, that's a different conversation The, the ultimate goal is not the, the word you're looking for is the word, word of shlemus Shlemus is not being perfect Nobody's perfect We'll we never get there Yeah, you're, you're, you're looking I, I, I'd rather say it in the terms of perfecting yourself That's different than being perfect Do you hear the difference? Perfecting myself versus being perfect Okay, that's a different conversation a different conversation, but that's and, and Yasi, I just want to say something about what you were saying, and that is that that it also takes time till a person finds his passion and a person finds what it is that he loves to do. But if that's your your goal, then you will find what you're looking for. If you really truly every person is is creative. Every person has passion Has power Has incredible ability to grow And to live that life We have to uncover It takes time to uncover what that is To uncover what that is And let's, let's finish off what he's saying He says "The um, Why does he do this? Because he knows if people would just pay a bit more attention To their ways Yeh knows that if people would just pay attention, they would begin to, for sure, they would for sure reconsider their, the way they live their life. If we would just stop for a minute, just stop for a minute, it would help us. They would regret the way they're living, and they would say, I gotta make changes, I gotta make changes. I'd tell you, until they would forsake the path of sin completely. Right. I was so happy, Yehuda, Yehuda, that you put on the, the chat. I was so happy that you put on the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, right? The Gemara that says that when a person feeds his his Yitzhahara, so then it only grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. That's what happens. It only grows. Your Averis only grow the more you feed them. When you stop doing things, that's when you grow. (laughs) That's when you grow. Your Yetzirah grows when you feed it. When you stop feeding your Yetzirah, then you begin to really, and that's challenging sometimes, because sometimes we don't know who we are without our Averis. Because we don't know who we are. We don't know who we are. We're like, uh, I'll be bored. I'll be lost without the things that I do, that are that are wrong. So, so we sort of have to stop that, and then that helps us learn a new, learn new things about ourselves. Okay, we'll stop over here. Hashem will help each and every one of us. should be zochah to change, to grow, to accept the things that we can't change. Right? That's also important. To realize that there's certain things that you can't change, you're not going to change your parents, you're not going to change. Um, I, and I want to say something on what I said yesterday, just as a uh, little bit of a disclaimer. I know I was talking very strong yesterday about you know uh, a person's father and his mother and owning up. You know, Navramma, you mentioned you know uh, you know uh, blaming, but at the same time realizing that 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 you can change yourself in spite of the blame. You know, and and, and I just want to say it's a very high level for a person to be able to forgive his parents and to be able to forgive whoever it might be. I don't mean just parents, I'm saying whoever it might be. It's a very high level to be able to detach yourself. But, but, I want to say this, but the more a person works towards owning his life and, and not even thinking about it so much, that my space in my head is not so much, all the thoughts in my head are not so much into those things, it's really into myself and how I want to live my life, a person's much happier. It's where you're spending your mental energy in. When you spend your mental energy building up yourself, that's when you're the happiest. A person's the happiest when he's focusing on his own growth, on his own life, and what he can do. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be able to smash our rearview mirrors. We'll be able to live today because today is the only day that we have. Because tomorrow... Is already today, is yesterday's tomorrow already, right? Today is yesterday's tomorrow. So we're, it's already tomorrow. We're here right now because tomorrow is going to be again today. So Hashem will help us not think about our past, to live today to the best we can. And through that will be Zocha to live the life that Hashem, the gift of life that Hashem has given to each and every one of us. Have a wonderful day.